What's up, guys? I want to give a shout out to all the people that have been listening to the podcast for the last two full years, actually three full years. And I also want to give a shout out to all the new people. If you like the podcast, if you're enjoying the content, please subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend or family member. Now right to the episode. Today, we're going to be having a a little conversation about building our village. Yes, we are. Yes. (laughs) So welcome everybody to the Life Coach Act podcast. I have a very special guest for you all today. I have Florence Ann Romano, who is the author of Build Your Village, a guide to finding joy in community in every stage of life. Florence, how are you doing today? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm super happy to have you here as well. Uh, to all the people that are watching on YouTube, I have a copy of Build Your Village in my hands. It just came out on February 21st, February 21st of year. (laughs) Very, very interesting book. Haven't gotten the chance to get through all of it, but I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast so you can elaborate more on what it means to build your own village. So tell us a little bit about yourself, about your credentials and what you do and what the book's about. So for 15 years, it feels like a lifetime ago, I was a nanny and I got to be a part of many different families and see how the dynamics of families worked. Wrote a book called Nanny and Me that helped children understand the transition of being cared for by their parents to being cared for by a nanny or caretaker. And that kind of started my platform for childcare and village advocacy. And then COVID hit. And I looked around and thought, gosh, on a global level, we all know what it feels like to lose our people, to lose our community. And then I started to hear people say, well, it takes a village, it takes a village. And they only were associating that with people who had children. And I thought, well, that's so unfair. What about people who don't have kids? Don't they deserve a village too? So I started writing my book, Build Your Village, during uh, COVID because I wanted everyone to feel like a village was something they deserved to have and that they could have, and that I was going to give them directions to that village and a phone number to call. Bye. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. So I'm looking through the table of, co- table of contents here, and it seems like there's different types of villagers. There's the accepting villager, the dependable villager, the cheerleader cheerleader villager, excuse me, the communicator villager, the organizer villager, and the healer villager. Can you tell us a little bit more about the different types of villagers and what that means? Well, I wanted people to be able to have something tangible. You know, we've all read those books where you're like, oh, I'm not going to do any of that. That's way too difficult. <laughs> so I wanted people to feel like this wasn't such a heavy lift. And in life, it kind of feels like we're casting a play or casting a movie when we're looking at our friendships. You know, what role do these people play in our lives? So I created six villagers so you could figure out, well, who am I as a villager? And also, who do I need in my village? So let's look at those six. Accepting. That's the person that you're going to probably cast first. That's the non-judgmental one that you're going to go to. Think of someone that you're going to reveal a secret to or confide in. Then you have the dependable villager. It's your emergency contact, the one that you're going to call if you're stuck in a ditch somewhere, someone that actually answers their phone, Zach. I don't think anyone does that anymore, but I am one of those people that still does. Uh, Then you have the cheerleader. That is your hype person who is going to be there with you during a life transition. The communicator is the one that's going to be able to, on a stove, picture a stove, They're going to be able to not turn up the heat in your life. They're going to put the lid on things. They're going to be able to kind of bring that that peace to you. Uh, Then the organizer is someone you're going to delegate to. 
and feel like you can have peace of mind allowing that person to be able to do things for you, get them done, declutter both your home and your heart, as I would always say, and your healer. That is someone who does simply make you feel better. Uh, And that is also not a person to look at as they're going to fix all my problems. That's someone that's going to walk next to you through it, whatever the it is in life. Yeah. Interesting. So let me answer this question. So it seems like it's important to ask for help. A lot of people don't have the humility or maybe they just have too much pride to ask for help. Mm-hmm. What do you tell those people? Because obviously it's it's a common theme in this that, hey, there is a village around you that wants you to succeed. They're right. there. Right. Use them as a resource. But yeah. some people tend to get in their own way. Can you tell us more about that? Can you elaborate on on having the I, humility or putting your pride aside? I feel like people don't want to ask for help because they're worried about the reciprocal factor. They're worried about if I am going to need something from someone, when am I going to be able to repay that kindness? And if you're looking at your friendships or your relationships in life as tit for tat, you're going to be awfully disappointed as you continue on this journey as an adult, because that's not how it works. Asking for help should not be a weakness. You know, when I was a nanny, I used to say to parents all the time who felt that they needed to be competitive with their nanny or their caretaker, where they're like, my kid loves them more than they love me. And I'm like, you know, there's no competition here. This should just be another person to love them. There's no such thing as too much love, too many people to support you and to lift you up and to teach you lessons. Uh, Everyone should be a teacher in our life in some sort of way. But if you don't ask for help, you don't ask for what you need, then you are going to ultimately end up consistently disappointed. People can't be mind readers. And we expect people to all the time know what we need without asking for it. 100%. You know, I find that to be really relatable as an entrepreneur who is, I've been selling real estate now for almost eight years. I could not have done half of what I've done without people helping me out, whether it's people working on my website, whether it's people helping me get contracts signed, whether it's people who are helping me with my marketing, people that are helping me just get things filed away, compliance, this compliance, that. And uh, there are so many other areas of my life where I have asked for help. And not only is help great because it helps you accomplish what you want to accomplish, but you can also learn a lot from people that are helping you right? because people can teach you different ways to get things done. Right. Absolutely. And isn't that the point? As I always say that life is kind of like a mosaic. You take a little bit of this person, a little bit of that person, and it's kind of this mosaic inside of you that you go back into and you think, okay, you know what? I really like how that person handled that. I really like how that person talked to that person. I like how that person made me feel. I want to learn something about that. I want to be able to make that a part of who I am. And that's what the six villagers really are about is being able to look at yourself and identify where are my strengths and also where do I want to improve? Maybe I want to be a better healer villager. Maybe I want to be more dependable. And maybe that's something I'm going to work on this year instead of say, you know, January 1st, I'm going to lose 10 pounds this year and that's going to be what I do. Maybe you're going to say, I'm going to really work on being a better healer villager because I feel like that's within my grasp and that would be a really great use of my time and energy. And be a great ripple effect of empathy in this world. Yeah. You know, when I think of the word village, it makes me think of the word community, like Mm -hmm. tribe, support group. And there's so many different free support groups out there. You don't have to join an expensive mastermind. You don't have to try hard to find a 
group of people that have the same common interests as you. And I recently started my own, uh, you know, I'm in the process of building my village. It's so ironic that, you know, I've been taking a lot of the steps that are in this book without reading this book yet. But I know once I complete this book, it's going to help me gain even more clarity on how I can build my village. But back to the story of, you know, I started to reach out to a lot of my friends that are attorneys or doctors or realtors or financial advisors, and they didn't know each other. But I brought them all in a room on a Zoom call recently, three months ago. And I said, hey guys, you know, I brought you guys all here for a reason because you guys are all hustlers, you guys are all beasts, you guys are all family men, you guys are all honest, have integrity, and those are the people that I wanna surround myself with. And long story short, we've now been doing this meeting once a month. It's a private exclusive group with just my friends, None of them knew each other. You know, some people are, are, are battling anxiety. Some people are battling addiction. Some people are battling their relationship uh, with, with money. Other people are having some you know, uh, familial issues, whatever it may be. But after these calls, all of them texted me individually and were telling me basically how powerful the conversation was and how transformational it was. And we're holding each other accountable every single month and we make commitments to each other. And long story short, I, I feel like that is a very specific instance and example of how I relate building my village to my life. So do you have any advice for people who, you know, maybe they don't have any support, maybe they don't know where to turn, you know, obviously reading the book would be great. And to all those people out there that are listening, you can get the book on Amazon. Uh, It's called Build Your Village by Florence Ann Romano. Do you have any advice for them on where they should turn first to start building their village? Look at the whole, the low hanging fruit in your life. Again, like I said, we don't want to read a book that you feel like this is way too heavy a lift. You you probably have a lot of these villagers already in your life. And I want to also challenge you to think about it this way. Maybe you have these people, but they're in the wrong seats. They're in the wrong roles at the table. Maybe you're depending on someone that you shouldn't be. Maybe they're more the communicator and you're not playing to their strengths. Do that evaluation in your life and accepting people for who they are, not who you want them to be and not where you want them to be either in your life or in their life. And then beyond that, philanthropy is really important to me. I have to say anytime I have felt disconnected or not part of a community, I've always looked at what makes my heart beat. And then I look outside of myself. God, we all should be looking outside of ourselves uh, and figure out where can I be of service. And then hopefully you join an organization that is like-minded or has similar values to you and you start meeting people that are going to align with you. And that is a way to start building your village in a small way that also is going to feed you and nourish you. Love that. Love that. We can't do it alone. No. Why should we? (laughs) Jeff Bezos didn't do it it alone. Oprah Winfrey didn't do it alone. Right. These elites, these high-performance people that people think are Godly, and don't get me wrong, Jeff Bezos and Oprah Winfrey are are, are pretty close to that. Uh, They did not do it alone. And one thing that I see in your book that I really, really like is at the end of every single chapter, you have action steps. And I'm going through chapter seven right now. And at the end of chapter seven, one of the action steps, and I'm going to read it to you, and obviously you know what it says because you wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) It says, each day for one week, contact a different person you haven't spoken to in a while. Simply check in and ask them how they are doing. Reaching out is the first step to communicating. Mm-hmm. And I that really resonates with me because over the last couple years, I've made it a point to be consciously intentional about calling people I haven't spoken to in a while. Because yeah. over the years, listen, we all know it. Every single person that's listening, whether you're on Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. If you guys are listening out there, everyone loses touch with 
their friends from college. Everyone loses touch with their cousins or their aunt or another family member because we're busy. We have right. kids, we have jobs, right. we got to go to the bathroom and cook dinner, right? So <laughs> we have a lot of time to do these things. Right. And the phone works both ways. But regardless of the phone working both ways, regardless of how you feel about someone not reaching out to you, sometimes you just got to step up, pick up the phone and hit call. So I did that for the last three years. I have been good about it the recent months, but I started calling fraternity brothers of mine that I haven't spoken to in years, years. Dang. And, you know, I wasn't calling to sell them anything. I wasn't calling, you know, for a, any hidden agenda. It was, hey, hey, Tabo. His name is Tabo. Hey, Tabo. And Tabo, if you're listening, you're probably not. If you're listening, I hope you're doing well. Hey, Tabo, how are you? Haven't heard from you in a while. Right. And just be inside. Let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. And just like yeah. get to know what's going on in his life. And people really appreciate that, right? I love that you do this and have made an intentional choice about it. One thing I do as well, yeah, I'll pick up the phone. I always say to myself, if you're in the car, Florence Ann, you know, dial that number. You know, you've got this time in the car. As much as I'd like to have my own concert and sing, sometimes that's okay too. That's self-care. But I need to make that phone call. And I do that. But the other thing I do too is that I leave the text threads open on my phone. And if I have talked to someone in the more recent past that I know is going through something or... I want to remind myself to check on them. I leave the text thread open. So I'll scroll through my phone at night and I'll be like, oh, I need to check on this person. And I will send two words, wellness check to them. And that is my signal. When you feel ready, when you have time, let me know how you're doing. This is an open forum for you to vent to me, unload, or just connect. And that's something I've made a point of doing for years now. Yeah. Amazing. So if you had to categorize this book, and I'm sure it's categorized and subcategorized and sub on <laughs> Amazon, right? If yeah. you had categorized this book, what subcategory would you put it in? Well, the easy answer is friendship, but the, the uh, category I like is personal growth. Yes. Uh, because I feel like this is an evolution. This is a lifelong journey. Hopefully this is a book that you take out as you're in transition in life and different seasons of life and you work it. You work it like a workbook and know that it's an anchor for you. You can come back to it at any time where you're feeling a little lost and it can help guide you home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this seems like a very, very interesting book. I can't wait to go through it. I can't wait to learn more on how I can continue to build my village because I got to say, I'm pretty proud of my village right now. I got a good group of guys, a good group of women in my life, a, a good group of peers and acquaintances that uh, I look to for support that know that I'm here for them. And that makes me more accountable. It holds me to a higher standard. I feel a sense of obligation that I can't help other people unless I'm putting myself first, 100%. right? And it always starts with ourselves. But um, I think a lot of people that are listening now could uh, could take this conversation and apply it to their life. And if there was one, we're each we're going to give our listeners say a challenge. Okay, yeah, let's do challenge, it. Uh, the challenge that I'm going to give to my listeners out there is call someone you haven't spoken to in a while. And before you dial their phone number or go through your contacts on your iPhone and hit call, uh, you're going to get nervous. Mm -hmm. This is normal. You're going to get nervous. Um, as someone who has been in sales for my entire life, pretty much, I, I, I don't get nervous calling people. I especially don't get nervous calling strangers. But for some reason, I get nervous calling <laughs> someone I haven't spoken to in a while. Yeah. Even if it's a family member that I haven't really spoken to in a while, because sometimes conversations and I might be elaborating too much but sometimes conversations I have with family members 
are kind of just like talking over, talking. Because when people get nervous, they talk, they talk, they talk, they they talk, they talk, they talk, right? Right. They talk, they talk their thoughts out loud, thoughts that don't need to be said. And and, and a lot of the times silence is okay in the conversation, right? Uh, Absolutely. Right. But the, the, the challenge I'm going to give to listeners today, I want you guys to call someone you haven't spoken to in a while. And after you make that call, I want you to either DM me on Instagram or I want you to DM Florence on Instagram. Yeah. Florence, well, yeah, Florence, what's your Instagram handle so people can reach out to you after they make this call? Romano, And I answer every DM I get. So please write me. Awesome. And for all the people, b- before we get to Florence's challenge, for all the people that are watching on YouTube, I'm going to drop the link to Build Your Village that you can get on Amazon. I'm also going to drop the link to Florence's Instagram. So Florence, what is a challenge you have for the listeners? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do two. I'm going to piggyback. The first one, you heard me say wellness check. You know, for those of you that don't want to make the phone call, I'm going to give you an, another option. You can send that text message and ask someone how they're doing. But I want you to make that call. But, you know, depending on how people are, I understand. You want to tiptoe into it. The other thing is I have a quote that I live my life by, Maya Angelou. People forget what you said. People forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. And I wake up every day hoping to make someone feel a certain way. So I want to challenge everyone out there to figure out what that means for you this week. How can you make someone feel a certain way? Feel seen, heard, understood, valued, whatever it is. Get creative. But put that at the forefront of your mind as a goal this week. Love that. Florence, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast today. It was a pleasure having this short conversation with you. I wish we had more time. I know you're super busy. And uh, with the book launch, which is going extremely successful, congratulations. Super happy for For all those people out there that have been listening to this podcast. Head over to Amazon.com. Go get your copy of Build Your Village. Connect with Florence on Instagram. And hey, guys, to you couple hundred that listen to this podcast after we drop it every single day, I want you guys to commit to this challenge life is short we don't know when our ticket's going to be called pick up the phone and reach out start building your village florence it's been amazing speaking with you today this has been absolutely fabulous thank you so much